here and I'm back from my usual endeavors of the Ready to Love season 9. Silly. Episode 9. So, the episode starts with Liz and David arguing in the middle of the restaurant again. Um, they're both trying to speak over each other. And David talks over Liz and basically tells her that he's going to eliminate himself. And Liz is saying, like, you know, you didn't talk to me about it. You didn't tell me that you wanted to leave the show. And he's trying to ask her to be quiet so he can explain the reason why he wants to leave. He's saying that he wants to leave the show because he's a Christian man. He wants to leave with integrity. And when he sees the enemy coming for him, he tries to get ahead of the enemy. And he's not answering any questions from her or production. And he just speeds off. Okay. And that's the end of the scene. Liz is at the restaurant with her hands in her, uh, with her head in her hands. Really upset. So I'm just not here for David. Um, I feel like as the season has come to a close, he's just shown that he's a total narcissist. He's an asshole. And it's really unfortunate because a lot of people do that. Um, they, they introduce you to their representatives. You don't really meet the real them. Or see how they really act until they're under pressure or until you have a certain argument. You know, there's some triggering event um, that causes their real personality to show. So, I just think Liz should be thankful that she saw him for who he is at that point on the show. And that she was with security and production um, as opposed to finding out later down the line or, you know not knowing his character unless he had put his hands on her or something like that, you know. Um, so, best of luck to David. So, then the next scene is Ron and Alexis at this restaurant. And Ron was just... I felt like in the beginning he was kind of misunderstood on the previous episode where he was kind of talking to Alexis. And then I think she took his comments as being asinine um, because when he was saying like you can't offer me anything the first time he said it I didn't take it like well, you can't do anything for me I didn't take it like that I kind of took it like him saying you know well at this point you can't offer me anything there's nothing you can do for me you know I'm, I'm, I'm leaving the show I'm being eliminated but as they continued talking he just was coming off really really rude um, and he tells Alexis that he thought she was smarter than that to eliminate him and tells her, well, I was with Amber yesterday anyway. I went on a date with her and I kissed her and I talked to Amber daily. So that's just childish narcissistic behavior because to me, it's kind of like, okay, well, you did this to me. So I'm going to do that to you. The whole tip for tat thing. And it's like, how old are we? We are not in high school. We are not in middle school, elementary school. We are grown, working class adults, okay? The relationship did not work out. I'm just not understanding why is he, why is he being childish? Is You know, it doesn't make sense, okay? You kiss somebody um, that you know that this woman is friends with, albeit it is a dating show, but it's like you waited you waited until you got eliminated to present this information. So it looks sketchy. And unfortunately, 
with women, which we saw on this episode, I'll get to that at the end, women get upset with the other woman instead of getting upset with the man. Um, and to me, Amber shouldn't be upset about, excuse me, Alexis shouldn't be upset about anything. It's a dating show. So that's just my opinion. So fast forward, the episode gets to the ranch. Um, I'm not sure where in Texas the ranch was, but um, they went to a ranch and it was a couple's retreat. And we see all the guys talking and coming in one by one and then the ladies show up, so on and so forth. Everybody chooses their rooms and gets settled. And Joel is the chef for the night. He's barbecuing and making whatever, making dinner for everybody. And while everyone is um, congregated in the kitchen, Amber brings up that Joel chose Kyra as his number one person after um, he and Bernicia had gotten into an argument. And so Bernicia, Bernicia um, is upset, rightfully so. Um, because she's embarrassed but to me I'm just saying on the outside looking in as a viewer it seems like Joel is just not that into her um, I'm not sure if he's camera shy or maybe because he's an oil field engineer maybe it's difficult to schedule him for uh, for production because we don't really see much of Joel we just hear him say you know that he likes Renisha that's his number one and we see him show up to, um, like, Elimination Day. Um, but we don't really see too much else of him. Like, he's just not on there as much as the other castmates, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And so we don't find out at this point what him and Bernice were arguing about. But according to her, they had several disagreements. And... All of a sudden, he switched up and chose Kyra as his number one. So to me, that's a red flag because I feel like I feel like she's more into him than he is her, and I feel like he just has her out here looking crazy. And a lot of men have women out here looking crazy. You know, it's like when they're in front of you, they do and say one thing, but then when they're in front of their friends or in front of somebody else, they act like like they don't know you, or they act like they're just not. In a situation with you um and that's kind of what's going on with her so i'm not understanding what disagreement they could have that could be so bad um that he would just stay on elimination day you know what the hell with her i'm picking the other girl that everybody else likes so and even his castmates were like what they were everybody was surprised because he's always running around talking about renisha so um that's just a red flag to me like Sis, don't let no man have you out here looking crazy. You know, um, I don't know if they have a connection deeper than what they're willing to admit. I have no idea. But basically the whole day that they were there, this is like the first night of their trip, she's like complaining to the other ladies. And Chris actually gets up and goes in the house um, and talks to Joelle and was like, hey, you know, your lady upset and she's really... She's outside upset, ranting and raving. You know, you need to fix that. You need to go correct that. Um, meanwhile, 
there's a game of truth or dare that's coming up later where he's going to find some compromising information about Amber. So, next, we see Liz and Jason go horseback riding. And Kyra was there too, but I don't remember who she was horseback riding with. I just remember that Jason was saying, like, it's it's been hard for him because he likes Kyra and he likes Liz. And him and Liz basically spend the whole day together. They're the only ones that had a good first day at the ranch. And they're sitting um, sitting at the farm or whatever it is in the back of this ranch. And they end up kissing each other. Um, so they go back to the house. And they join everybody else in the house for dinner. So... The next thing is that I felt like Amber, who disclosed the information about Joel and Bernicia, I didn't like that because I felt like it wasn't the it wasn't the right time and it wasn't her place. Um, you know, you don't know what people have going on in their relationships, and you don't know what people are willing to tolerate in their relationships. Um, you know, so to me, I just took it to be a little messy. Um, I just don't think that it was her business to tell Vernicia that Joelle was sweet on Kyra after they got into an argument. So to me, that whole thing was just, it was just messy because it's like, oh, by the way, while everybody's here, since everybody's in one house, let me give you this information. And Liz just got up and walked out the room, which I agree with because it's not the household's business like it's it's kind of like it's kind of like if your friend has some compromise compromising information on who you're dating or who you're married to and they basically basically come up to your job like oh girl I saw your man you know walking around at the grocery store with some pregnant woman that's not you you know you don't want people having certain information so um that's my opinion on that. And then Alexis, um, she's just getting her time wasted by AJ at this point. Um, since Ron left, she's pursuing AJ. But to me, AJ has outstayed his welcome. I don't know why he's on the show. I keep telling y'all he gives me bum vibes. Like, he likes Kyra to me. It doesn't seem like he likes Alexis. And Alexis just seems like she's not getting the hints. She just seems like the ultimate pick-me. So... I just can't with Alexis. Like, I can't with the way that she dresses. I can't with her wigs. I cannot with her personality. I just can't. So, we're going to move past Alexis. Um, so, to the truth or dare game. That game was messy as hell. Production knows what they were doing. Um, Alexis is explaining to the group doing the truth or dare game that she has some information um, about ron and amber and i think amber chose truth and alexis says is it true that you went on a date with ron and kissed him so chris is crossing his arms and he's sitting back looking all shocked and he's upset because amber kissed ron but to me like i said it just the whole thing is confusing because it's a dating show 
So obviously you're going to date more than one person. Um, you're searching to find whatever it is you're looking for, whatever love means to you. So I just couldn't really understand um, why he was upset. I kind of feel like we need more context. Um, we're supposed to get more context on the next episode. But Alexis is saying that her and Amber are friends and they pray together and they talk outside of the show and she feels like she's being been betrayed. And the whole thing is just messy as hell. It's just messy as hell. So for me, my favorite castmate is Kyra because Kyra to me is the only one that understands the assignment. She's not jealous. She's not complaining. She's not um, giving pick me vibes. She's not really being too choosy that we can see. Um, it, to me, it just seems like she's going with the flow. Um, so maybe that's easy for her because she has to deal with different personalities being that she is an attorney. I don't know. But Kyra for me is the only one that is understanding that this is a, this is a, I don't want to say competition, but that's essentially what it is. They're competing for somebody's heart. So literally every single man on the show has been picking her since day one. So I guess she, you know, she has more to choose from than the other ladies. So maybe that's why she's, Maybe that's why she's not as upset and up in arms as some of the other ladies because some of the ladies are picking between one man and another man or maybe a few guys and everybody's been chasing her since day one. So, um, And just to close, Liz at the end of the episode was also uh, doing like a, like a truth, I believe. And she was saying that David was not at the couple's retreat um, because he chose to self-eliminate and she kind of gave like the spark notes version to me she should have gave the full version because David showed his ass him and Ron basically showed their ass and I just didn't appreciate it I'm not here for men disrespecting women um, under any circumstance especially with the way that they let because it's not what you say it's how you say it and it's kind of like they were being rude they were being condescending because they were em embarrassed um, you know, you're getting sent home on national television. So I don't know if maybe that has something to do with it, or maybe these men are just emotional. I don't know. But to me, I feel like Liz spared him um with the other guys because I would have dragged his ass. I would have told the story play for play so they could visualize it. And then when the episode airs and they watch it they see what he's done. So I'm excited for the reunion because I want to know if the other men are going to put their foot in his ass about being disrespectful to Liz. You know, whether you like her or not, you know, you can still be a gentleman. You don't have to be disrespectful. So I don't know, y'all. This episode was good and messy. Um, I kind of think that production needs to do a better job with giving us like kind of like some backstory or like some background footage like some never before seen clips or something so we can kind of understand these people's connections better because like i said the jury is still out on joel and bernisha I, I i never see them do anything and when they had their little truth or dare bernisha chose the dare her dare was to kiss joel and the whole thing was just awkward it was cringe it just doesn't look like they have the 
physical connection. Maybe they have good conversation or something, or maybe one of them is just not big on PDA. I don't know, but they just completely seem to be on two different sides of the spectrum. It just seems like Joelle just says, hey, baby, you know, and she's just melting and having butterflies, seeing unicorns and rainbows is not making sense to me. So, with that being said, that's my review for the episode. I will be back with you guys next week, and we will discuss episode 10.